For heaven's sake, girl, get it together. The sharp rebuke brought Saskia Evans out of her daze. She blinked and ducked her head, murmuring a soft apology as she fluffed the full skirts of the dress on the mannequin in front of her. I don't know. Her stepmother Garanka sighed dramatically, stopping just short of an eye roll as she spoke to the woman in front of her. You just can't get good help these days. If she weren't such a neat stitcher, I'd have to let her go. She's a bit... simple, shall we say? Took her in out of the goodness of my heart. Much thanks I've had for it. A blaze of color covered Saskia's cheeks, and she tried her best to hide behind the ball gown. That was her life, always in the background, trying to stay out of sight and avoid her stepmother's wrath. Not that anyone would know she and Garanka were related, albeit by marriage. Her stepmother didn't like people to know that Saskia was the daughter of her late third husband, instead passing her off as a hired help charity case. Unbidden, one hand lifted to her throat and touched the two chains around it. One was Feyrot Silver, imbued with magic to keep her unstable dragon under control. Saskia's fingers skittered away from it, the strong magic making itself known at her touch. She concentrated on the other one instead. Delicate rose gold, it disappeared under the neckline of her dress and held the small locket set with amethyst hanging between her breasts. It had been her mother's, one of the only things she had left to remember her by. The rest had been destroyed by Garanka when she'd married Saskia's father years ago. Her father had been dead for five years now. Her beautiful room in the tower of their ancient home had been replaced with a corner of the cellar, a ratty pallet, and a thin blanket. Unstable. Can't be trusted with anything nice. Her stepmother's voice rang in her ears. Can't control the change. Can't control her dragon. Useless. The hot prickle of tears stabbed into the backs of Saskia's eyes. It was a warning sign. Quickly, she shut that train of thought off and concentrated on what she was doing. Crying here, in the middle of the royal court in front of Katie Ra, the White Queen herself, was so unthinkable Saskia dared not even imagine what punishment would be doled out for such an infraction. You're very good to take her in. The queen commented, her expression distracted as she walked between the three mannequins Saskia had set up. Each bore a sumptuous ball gown, specially designed for the queen's petite figure. For saying she was the most powerful were-dragon on the planet, a rare white dragon, in human form, she was tiny and delicate. If Saskia hadn't known she was a dragon, she'd have suspected Katie Ra was a pixie or fairy of some description. Well, Garanka simpered, we all have to do our part for the less fortunate, don't we? Oh yes, indeed we do. Katie Ra paused at the middle gown, a confection of gold silk and lace with a fitted bodice and white skirts that would sweep the floor when she moved. Now this I like. So pleased that you do, your majesty. Garanka was all smiles, motioning one of the girls by her side forward. Floriana worked night and day for a week on that gown. Really? The queen reached out and smoothed the delicate hand over the lace of the bodice. It's simply beautiful. Good work. Well done, my dear. Floriana dipped into a curtsy, cheeks flushed. 
Thank you, your majesty. Saskia kept a straight face, standing to one side of the three mannequins, and bit her lip to keep her words inside. Not one of the gowns had been created by any of the three women in front of her. In fact, of the creations put out by the Blaze fashion line, none of them were created by Garanka, nor her two daughters, Floriana and Alexandria. Every design, from conception to construction and final garment, was by Saskia herself. Not that her stepmother or stepsisters would ever admit that. Nor would they. Saskia had been warned more than once if she ever breathed a word of the truth, things would go very badly for her indeed. She dropped her gaze, kept her mouth shut, and tried very hard to not breathe. After all, she had no skills other than dressmaking. And in their world, who would ever employ an unstable dragon?'